from the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear. I am Jason Shear. And first off, I want to start by saying okay. it is our 13th anniversary. 13th what anniversary? I don't know. Wedding. There we go. And we're celebrating with you, the people. Yep. We were reminded tonight how fun uh, having a teenage daughter is. Yep. So we're doing this. We, we're just doing this very delirious now because yeah. our brains are fried from handling teenage drama. So but that's okay. Hey, you know what? Bear down, dog. Wildcat Nation. Anyway, we're here to preview, honey, the Arizona men's basketball game on Tuesday night against USC. This is the Bear Down Wake Up scheduled game. Nine p.m. Baby. Nine p.m. But this is the rescheduled game after uh, USC very conveniently had COVID. Oh my God. Anyway, we won't get into that. But um, Arizona is coming off a loss. How do you think that could impact Tuesday night's game? Uh, from what I understand, I didn't post this, so dun 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 dun. Breaking news. Uh, Tommy Lloyd was angrier than he has been all year. Fired after, up after that game. He was pissed. It was one of the few times, if maybe the only time, that the locker room post game has seen Tommy Lloyd like he was, and you got the vibe. Uh, that he was like that when he met with the press and gave very short answers because Tommy's usually a very cordial, long answer type of guy. He was not happy with the overall effort. Um, I would be really, really surprised if Arizona came anywhere close to the effort it had against Colorado because there's no sugarcoating it. The effort wasn't there. Mm -mm. And with so much on the line in this game, the ability to put USC away, win the Pac-12 title on the same night, in my opinion, based on Cal and Stanford being dog crap, pretty much lock up a one seed with a win over USC. There's so much to play for it that I would be shocked if Arizona came out flat and without energy. So in that regard, you can almost make a case that the loss is a positive of sorts. It's never good to lose, but what a loss does is allow you to refocus and make your team realize, hey, you're not invincible. And if you don't play hard every game, you're going to lose to teams that you shouldn't lose to. So um, in terms of impact, I, I think it's a positive. I'm looking forward to some demoralizing dunks. Yes. I mean, we need some of that, especially against USC. Um, Arizona did win the last meeting against USC. What went right for the Wildcats at that game? Well, it's pretty uh, funny looking. Well, I don't know if funny is the right word, but uh, it's interesting looking back at it. Drew Peterson, since that game, has won two Pac-12 Player of the Weeks. He won it this week. Um, I voted for him. He's been a monster, averaging like like blocking shots left and right, leading the team in assists, all that. In the first meeting, he was one of 13 from the field and couldn't hit a shot. Um, USC has basically no chance when Peterson isn't playing well. Um, you know, it, it's it's one or the other with him and Mobley. When they both play well, USC's really good. When one of them struggles, that team is not nearly um, as good enough. In the first meeting, Arizona played pretty well. Um, not one player really dominated. Zoo played well, probably the best on the team. But 
They got a bunch of like eight to 10 point efforts around the board um, and held Mobley uh, to six of 14 shooting and Peterson one to 13 um, shooting. They started off slowly. It was a close game. And then Arizona was composed and uh, pulled away at the end. They, they basically got a, a pretty solid um, game from everyone uh, in that contest. In terms of, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm already skipping ahead to the next question. Because the next question is, how have both teams changed since then? Thanks, Shell. Um, couple of ways. So we'll start with USC. Like I mentioned, Drew Peterson is just a completely different human being. Um, now, it's come against, you know, UCLA was good, but it's come against, eh, competition. Um, Oregon's, eh. So, you know, UCLA was good, and obviously he played great uh, in that game and, and deserves credit for that. But he's played uh, very well. Um, they've got a little better bench play from Reese Sticks and Waters. Max Ogbunk Polo has played a little better. Um, they've gone to Ethan Anderson a little bit less. And really, just USC, I, they're not a, a completely different team. I just think that maybe they're getting the recognition they deserve now. Because the reality is they're, they're a very solid team. Uh, maybe a little underrated uh, in some ways. In terms of Arizona, uh, I don't think they've changed a whole bit. Um, you know, if you, you could say that Pell Larson ha has come up and, and played better, and so has Umar. They both have bigger roles than they probably did in the first meeting, are more comfortable. But, um, you know, this time of the year, you assume both teams are better and improved. But uh, there's no real drastic changes with both teams. What is the key individual matchup that we're looking forward to? Yeah, so it's... <laughs> I always feel like I say it's Dalen, but it really is because, like I mentioned, if Drew Peterson, he's not going to go one of 13, but let's say he goes like four of 12, right? That's not a good night. Like, he has to play well. And Dalen was, you know, I, I would have to go back and look at every single game, but I can't imagine that he played worse than he did against Colorado the other night. That was his first poor defensive game. Offensively, he wasn't involved. I don't think he had an assist last game. Just really poor. Um, and, and so if, if Terry can slow down uh, Drew Peterson, that's going to go a long way towards winning. And then obviously Zoo versus Isaiah Mobley, um, you know, or Isaiah Mobley versus Christian Coloco. Sorry. I thought Arizona in the first meeting defended Mobley really well. He took 14 shots from the field. This is off the top of my head, Shelby. I hope you're impressed. Ooh, extemporaneous. He took 14 shots off the, from the field and seven were from three. And so if, uh, you know, Isaiah Mobley is a capable three-point shooter, but when you have a 6'10 guy shooting seven threes and making two of them, you're perfectly cool with that because he's also not rebounding if he's shooting threes. So if Arizona can force him into a jump shooter by double-teaming him and forcing him outside the paint, it's going to go a long way uh, in winning that basketball game. So those two matchups, Kirk Risa played poorly against Colorado after playing awesome against Utah, him versus Bergie Ellis. You know, when you look at the breakdown of this game, Shell, individually, there's a lot of good matchups. Like, there, it's there it's are. very, like, Kerr versus Boogie, solid. Peterson, Terry, solid. Uh, Coloco versus uh, Mobley, solid. Zoo is better than Chavez Goodwin, but I love Chavez Goodwin. I, I, he could play for me any day. Plays, I mean, not very skilled at all, but uh, plays his butt off, plays hard, rebounds, takes. I mean, I love that guy. He could play for me any day. Really, the weak link with USC is uh, Agbong Polo. Um, he's probably more of a bench player. They don't really have a guy. Um, so uh, with that being said, I mean, there's just some really close individual matchups in this game uh, that I'm really curious about overall. Well, what is your prediction for this game? Well, it's an interesting game 
for a few reasons. So, like I said, Arizona's coming off to uh, off a loss. I would be shocked if it didn't respond well. But something happened with USC also. Um, the Jason Shear rule applies heavily on this one. Uh-huh. They needed overtime to be a bad Oregon State team. They barely beat a mediocre Oregon team. They put a lot of energy forth in those games. Got home late on a Saturday. I've had two days to rest, and they're at home. I get it. But that is a lot of energy, and it is very difficult in college basketball to match that energy. Now, it becomes easier at home with a team like Arizona, but it is something to watch out for. Do they come out cold? Um, And how does USC come out? I think this is a really good basketball game. I don't think either team is going to run away with this one because I think that both teams are going to bring their A game knowing what's at stake. Uh, I just feel like overall Arizona is the better team. And it would it, – it, On paper. Right. So here's the thing. Like let's say Arizona loses this game. Worst case scenario, right? They lose. People are going to freak out. It is really – I say this every podcast. It is super hard to win on the road. The Jalen Center is sold out. USC is a good team. It's a quad one win or a quad one loss, and it's going to be that way at the end of the year. Um, USC is a legitimately good basketball team, right? So it is a it is a very tough game. Uh, things are going to have to go right for Arizona to win. I don't think they can play poorly and win this game. There's teams like Utah, Oregon State, ASU. You know they could play poorly and win games, right? They can't play poorly and beat USC. With that being said, uh, I think it's going to be very similar to the first meeting where I'm just not sure when it comes time for a USC player to step up offensively that the Trojans will be able to find that guy. And because of that, I just think that when that game is close and USC needs a bucket, I'm not sure who that guy to get that bucket will be. And I feel much better about Arizona in that type of situation. So I'm picking Arizona. 76 to 73 uh but it is going to be a game in which neither fan base feels comfortable arizona's favored by four and a half i know some people feel like it's a lot uh i get it i mean arizona's better than usc you know arizona might lose tomorrow and they're still better than usc like teams lose so uh it would be extremely impressive if arizona ran away with it in any way shape or form it would be pretty disappointing if USC ran away with it. I think this is going to be a, a very, very close, butt-clenching type of game between Arizona. Cardiac cats. Ooh. <laughs> Should I practice my meowing again? Meow. Yes, that was good. Um, Jason, I am here too. Like, what's my prediction? Well, you, Do you want you, to ask me I that? mean, not really because you literally pick Arizona to win and score 90 every game. That's not true. I actually did not do that last time. I think you said 89. Clearly, we didn't win that one. Shelby, what is your prediction? Um, well, I'm going to say 75 to 70, Arizona. Oh. I do think it's going to be a grinding kind of game. And I think that USC is going to come out hot. And Arizona is going to play cold first half. That's their been their MO. But I do think because we have the superior athletes on the team, you're really going to see it in the second half where they Arizona will start really pulling that lead out and just keeping it after the second half. And something to keep in mind with this game show is that as poorly as Arizona has done with turnovers this year, uh, USC actually turns the ball. Their turnover margins actually yeah, they, worse. They don't take care of the ball than Arizona. So. And let me just go on a little side rant. Side if rant. Arizona loses, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it. 
<gasps> I'm not going to talk Don't about Don't do it. I'm not jinxing anything. We'll what go to it? we'll talk about seeds. We're not talking about after, any branch theory afterwards. on this podcast right now. Afterwards, we'll talk about We'll see how it goes. But right. um, lastly, Arizona got a five-star commitment today in Kylan Boswell. Some quick thoughts on that. Yeah, we gave a lot of analysis on Wildcat Authority. Wildcatauthority.com. And I called it a celebration day, so I'm just going to little little pub right here. We have a sale, 50% off annual subscription. Uh, if you're a monthly member, currently Wildcat Authority, you can upgrade for 50% off. It's a really, really good deal. Uh, I requested it personally to run for a week because um, either way, it's going to be a great week to be a Wildcat. Arizona's going to win the Pac-12 title. If, if it's not tomorrow, uh, it'll be afterwards. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to happen. They have Cal and Stanford. But Arizona got a five-star commitment from Kylan Boswell. It remains to be seen if he will reclassify. Uh, I think there's pros and cons to both. The pros being that, um, he you know, he gets the best training he can in a college environment. Uh, it helps Arizona with that position. The cons being he's very young uh, for his age group and all that. He'd be a very young college player. May not be completely ready physically to do that. With that being said, he's still a five-star point guard. Uh, really smart kid. And, you know, I am a sucker for guys that play hard, right? It was like True Chavez, Chavez Goodwin, right? Like I mentioned, not super skilled, but he could play for me any day. Kylan Boswell plays his ass off. I've never seen him take a game off, and I've seen two dozen of his games, right? I've never seen him not play hard. And when you're a point guard, there's something to be said for that. Um, he can play off the ball a little bit if, if he needed to be. He's not going to grow a lot. He's kind of physically maxed out, but it's not like that's bad. He still has some some solid quickness and all that. Uh, closer to probably a three and four year player than a one and done, which in this age isn't a bad thing. <laughs> like is he does? But here's important. He knows that. Does he pass the swaggy test? Yes, uh, he does. He swagged out, and so um, you know he, he is a legitimately good five star type of player. Um, I think fans are going to love him. Great kid. Great family, which is important, as we know. Um, he's a five-star guy who knows that he's probably not one and done. Um, you know, you, you could tell when he committed, he talked about Arizona's training program. Like, no one does that. And he compared himself to Drew Holiday, who's one of the best defender point guards. Like, I love Drew Holiday. And not a, guys would be like, oh, I compare myself to Steph Curry. No, like, he compares himself to Drew Holiday, who also plays his ass off defense and does a little bit of everything. And so he is a very, very good pickup. Arizona's probably uh, not done with this class. Ooh. Ooh, spoiler. Um, you know, you might get one in the next couple months. Ooh. Do you like all of my sound effects I've done this yeah. podcast? I'm just throwing it out there. And um, yeah, so really good pickup. Great kid. Great family. Great player. Nothing to complain about. I'm proud of Wildcat Authority for not uh, being negative. And I just want to let you people know that this has been done for quite a while and that the visits were basically a formality and also and, jason's known forever yes so <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys sometimes you gotta Aww. you can't let the cat out of the bag no so they speak you and, gotta play the game um i also want to take a second to shout out my boy jules who is probably uh, relaxing a little bit tonight kj lewis if you're listening to this you're not but jules is thinking of you you're up next but yeah that's kj lewis is the next high school uh american recruit that will probably be deciding between arizona and texas tech uh it'll be interesting but arizona is going to have a very good 2023 class you have the jason shear guarantee sound effect 
guarantee. Oh my god. Was that anyway, good? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we need like gunshot noises. I can't do like, that. Pew, I'm pew, a girl. But yeah. Pew pew. Anyway, I'm so yeah. With that being said, that was a lot of insider knowledge. That that was <sighs> awesome. Thanks, babe. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, we have lunch with Jed Fish. Jed. He will give us a spring football schedule. Spring football starts on Wednesday. Like I mentioned, it is a busy week. Tuesday, USC. Thursday, Stanford. That's also the Lute Olson honor Lute Olson game. Saturday, Cal, senior day, all that. Last game of the regular season. Then we have the Pac-12 tour. Oh, my God. There's just so much. WildcatAuthority.com. Join now. 50% off. Boom, boom. Sound effect. Pew, pew. Bang, bang. Thanks also, for joining us. happy anniversary. Happy babe. anniversary. We will now celebrate by drinking way too much coffee at 10 o'clock at night and staying up to watch the Washington Huskies versus the UCLA Bruins in what is currently one of the worst basketball games of the year. It's so romantic. Yes. True story, uh, before we close, one year, do you remember on our anniversary, we went to uh, John Wick and then watched a UFC fight the same night. Yeah, it was a great night. This is how we roll, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Bear down, everybody. Bear down. Shell, besides wine, what do you think the key to us staying married for 13 years is? Sports. That's right. Bear down, marry up. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.